Hunter Schaefer, 24, who stopped by the show to promote the new movie, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, was born a male and identifies as a female. Therefore, he's a wackadoodle. Since the show released a clip of the interview, certain commenters criticized Fallon by arguing the term bud is masculine coded. I can agree with that. Bud, hey, bud. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't call a woman that. Probably not. It's like, hey, bud. But here's the deal. Um, if you're going to let one, here's, you're, you're 24 years old. You're a cross-dresser that's probably chopped your wiener off. You're a dude. Even liberals view you as dudes. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All American Savage Show. Oh my gosh, this is uh, yeah. If we were streaming prior to this on Kick, folks, I just want to start off the show by saying I am sorry. <laughs> we Rumble sent over some specs that we had to basically um, use for our uh, our show, our, our broadcast. How's how's the channel look? Does it look all right? Does it look even? How are we looking good? How are we looking rather? Rumble, Kick, and we're back on YouTube. What's going on, guys? Glad to have you here. YouTube, come over to Rumble. We're back on YouTube for like the next, what, five minutes before they ban us again? At, at least. At least. At least. <laughs> uh, we tried. Uh, does the stream look okay as far as the aspect ratios? Does it, look, does it look good? Because that's what we're going for. We had to drop the lower third, and then we're going to get that fixed because Josh screwed it up, as always. That's what happens when you don't have show producers. <laughs> Played it fast and loose, buddy. Oh, dude. So Rumble sends over, like, so again, we are, well, Josh is more techie than I am. I'm not. It talked about like 1080 aspect ratio. I go in there and I start, you know, do, 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 and plugging all this stuff on the computer. And then it's blowing up the images and, and video into different ways that I have never seen before. So I'm like, crap. And then I realized, because we stream using um, OBS, and OBS, the way it's set up, the format, the user interface is very complicated. And I figured it out because I'm so intelligent. No, not really. It was like, you know, uh, blame the Jew. <laughs> I'm blaming Josh. I'm blaming the Jew. Nah, glad to have you guys here. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving Day weekend. It was spending it with your family and your friends. Hopefully it was. Um, I was really happy with the fact. We, you know, we streamed the show after Thanksgiving. We were here. But, uh, you know, the big weekend came about. Hopefully you got all those great deals out there. Um Hobo Chili says you both look like the poster children for negative effects of anal sex. Appreciate that, Hobo. You're awesome. Always always look forward to you to like giving us some really honest feedback and input. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> right. Anyway, so we appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that like button. If you're a first time viewer, make sure you hit that follow button. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, a lot of blowback in the comments. People not liking the uh, the Carrie Lake and the uh, the Chris or Chris Rock, the Chris Kid Rock. Jeez, I'm all over the place today, folks. I've got a million different things going on today. But yeah, don't care. Be mad. Don't care. Anyway, appreciate y'all tuning in today. Oh man, um, 
I really hate streaming sometimes, like figuring this stuff out. I would just rather pay a professional to come in here and like beep, boop, boop, and it's fixed. We get to, we go in there, we start screwing the, you know, screwing around. Where's the fun in that? It's not fun. It's not fun at all. I hate this crap. And now I just, because I know there's a way to fix this to where I could actually see the stream more effectively and accurately represented on my screen. Because right now I just see half my face and your face in the thing. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I guess it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Do me a favor if you could hit that share button. We greatly appreciate you tuning in today. We got 370, 330 live viewers over here. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, guys, uh, I love you. I appreciate our YouTube uh, community. We get good reviews over there, but guys, they ban us left and right when we do these streams. They don't like what we're talking about. Come follow us on Rumble, just John Burke. There's two channels. Follow the bigger one. I got to get that other channel fixed. I don't know why. It's it's tiny. Because when we first set it up, that was the main channel. Yeah. And then this is like a sub channel. So, yeah, that's when Rumble first came out or we first got on Rumble. And once again, I screwed it up because that's what I do. Like when you put me in charge of setting some up, I'm going to jack it up. That's all there is to it. We should pay somebody to come in here and fix this crap for us because God knows we can't do it on our own. Anyway, hit that thumbs up button, folks. Again, we cannot tell you enough how much we, we love and appreciate you for doing that. Helps boost the algorithm. The views have been way up there, probably from a lot of people that don't like me. Because, uh, you know, Rumble is a, the CEO of Rumble, Chris, that he's going to come on the show. want to sit down and talk to him about that. But th- it is a, a heavy Trump platform because I think, you know, uh, and I, I will concede to the fact that Trump and Truth Social really, you know, turned Rumble up. Like all the Trump people were saying, go to Rumble, Steven Crowder, Bonginos, everybody was pushing Rumble. Yeah. Large Trump influence over here. So if you're like me and you come out saying, hey, guys, I don't like Trump. Naturally, you know, you're going to develop a sort of following that's kind of like I call it the Graham Allen effect. Like you have a massive following, but a lot of them are because they don't like you. So a lot of these views are coming from people that just don't like the channel. But we are seeing the channel grow, which is pretty awesome to see. So, again, I'm not for everyone. I'm not going to position myself as if I was. Um, there's a lot of Trump people that are not for DeSantis people, so yeah. vice versa. But to all my people on Twitter, all my people on Rumble, um, YouTube, Telegram, my 30,000 Facebook audience, uh, if you hit that like button, you hit the share button, it helps us and gets us a bigger voice on this platform. So we're very grateful for you for that. Ah, Black Friday. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? No, I was sick the entire weekend. Whose fault is that? Yours. You gave it to me. How did I give it to Bro, you? Bro, you get were it back? in here coughing the no, other day. No, I wasn't. Bro, so we're, I'm just making that up. Yes, you I'm are. I'm just pulling that out of my yes. butt and saying Josh randomly if got me I sick. I was already sick. How could I pass it? How could I get it again? You have yeah. you have antibodies oh. that are weenies? I don't know. No. Uh, I'm just saying, no. bro, you were sick because I heard you. I wasn't sick. You were, you were, had I the sniffles. Not. You had the sniffles. You, yes, you did. No. You, a chat. Did he or did he not like two or three weeks ago have the sniffles? Two or three weeks ago? Yes. No. That's when I first started getting sick. No. Because I got sick last week. You were sick all last week. Yes, and because you of you, the week prior when you me. brought that gunk I'll in here. You, no, it wasn't. That was your no, kids, one of no. the two. And you kids, nobody in my house has been sick. Well, they are now, so that's what you get for lying. Just looking for a scapegoat. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for that birthday Firestar present. said you had off-the-air sex, and y'all got the clap. Oh, okay. Hobo will check after the show. Yes, yes, it was him. Josh, stop. John, stop blaming the Jews. <laughs> I know, blaming the Jews. So the question is, did you didn't do any Black Friday shopping. No, because no, no. you were sick. I we got sick. that. Fair yeah. enough. We're, we're going to re- hey, repeat yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to do any Black Friday shopping? Maybe. Maybe I was. Well. I mean, you ruined it for me and my entire family. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Uh, it's the Jews. Oh, man. Uh, we didn't. I didn't do any Black Friday shop. Well, I did buy a Christmas 
train to put around the tree. We bought the yesterday was or the day this weekend. It was take down Thanksgiving decorations and put up Christmas decorations. Totally unscripted, unplanned. We just said, yeah, let's do it. So that's great. Bought some of those laser projectors that project the lights onto your house because I'm too lazy to actually put up the lights. Why? Because I don't want to. I think it's stupid. I think it's beautiful. I love when other people do it. I'm not going to do it because I hate it. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. I hate it. Um, but no, we got the, they, it's like these, these massive, proje- or not massive, tiny little projectors. You stake into the yard, you angle them correctly. They're electric and they just, they project like little snowflakes and stuff on the side of your head. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It look okay. The, it actually does. It's the redneck way out. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm getting lazy with technology, baby. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. And then I got, I got to get some inflatables. Those things are expensive. Really? Yeah, the inflatable Santas and crap. And I live in. out in the country. Nobody drives by my house. This is all for Sheila. Sheila wants this. So, you know, it's her It's her castle. I let her decorate. It's like whatever. She makes it at home. I'm happy. Yeah. Then we finished the tree. Tree's decorated. We're done. Um, of course, Daisy's all up in that thing trying to get up in there. Now she smells like Christmas tree and has Christmas tree sap all over her and her fur's all clumpy. Looks like a homeless ferret. Is that how I raised you? Is that how I raised you? No. Definitely not. <laughs> I bet it's super cute, though. It is. It's, it's man, it, it, it was a great weekend. It was a, a truly great weekend. We really appreciate all the uh, the love for Shellshock. The Black Friday sale is still going on. Code BF25 at ShellshockCBD.com is going to save you 25% off on Black Friday deals. Go check this out. It's not over yet. Nothing is over. It's still there. You need stuff for pain management? You want to get baked out of your gourd? We can help you out. We can help you out. So we greatly appreciate that. Or 1920 brand. We've just launched the Mojito Mix. This stuff is actually really good. Yeah. Had a few of my friends test. Even my mom, when she came to town, um, she tested this. She liked it. And she's not an alcoholic like me. And I'm not even an alcoholic. But you get what I'm saying. Even she was like, it tastes really good. So, yeah. Really appreciate that love and support. Um, Man, the pastor that I used to uh, go to when I was a kid, he passed. It was interesting because... um, you know, my mother was telling me about what's going on in the church and stuff like that. I haven't been there for years. Uh, and then she flies home, and the next day she shoots me a text and says uh, he passed. He had dementia. He, he was not in a good spot. Like, he was, you know, his health was failing. He, he's up there. His entire life he spent devoted to preaching the gospel. Um, and, you know, I grew up in his church. I think I was there until I was 17 years old, and I left for the Army. And, uh, man, I hadn't talked to him in 20, 20 years um, it probably, man, longer than that when I was seven. Yeah. Way longer than that. So it was sad to see, uh, my condolences to the church, uh, the passing of Jack Bell and, um, may God rest his soul. He's done so much for the, the good works of God out there and preaching the mess a lot to do with my education, uh, and theology, which is minimal to tell you the truth. Um, but when you spend almost your entire youth in church, you learn a lot. So, um, really appreciate that. Uh, what he did and he offered to the Christian world out there. So without further ado, man, what a way to start the, the show. It's like, hey, happy holidays. Uh, my pastor died. So, <laughs> uh, did he know Jimmy Swagger? Now, he knew of him. He was not a fan of Jimmy Swagger. Josh, you know you know Swagger, don't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, what do you think of him? Uh, Moving on. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be one of those. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Going hunting this weekend. I'm excited. Round two. Did you want to go? I can't this weekend. Oh, because you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> got me sick in the office. No, I went. I went uh, last month, and no joy, no shots. Just didn't uh, didn't take the shots. I should have. Going back out again this weekend. I'm going for. I think. I think. I think I'm doing. Is it one buck two dough or four dough? 
It's just a meat hunt. It's all it is. I don't, I don't want the antlers. Unless, I wonder if Athena would eat the antlers. Well, I'm not spending that much money on her. No, she's spoiled enough as it is. All right, let's get to the news, folks. Why you're here. Good Lord. Oh, my gosh. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Democrat-run cities are not prepared for a nightmare winter as migrants continue to arrive, says this report. Let's give it a listen to what these, uh, these morons have to say because you just got to love this. Eric Adams and the rest of them are out there just clamoring all over the place. We can't handle them. It's like, but you're a sanctuary city. Let's see what they have to say. I think that this will actually have a measurable effect on the problems that New York specifically is facing. It certainly will because about 41% of the people in our shelters today are from Venezuela. They're literally from around the world, or West Africa, South and Central America. They're coming from all over. Like when you listen to Kathy talk here, I, I just, I think that like, I don't know, she doesn't seem like she's all there. It's like she's void of some semblance of reality, like a grasp, like, I don't know, like a grasp of reality or something. She's just kind of like, like, I don't know, like a robot. But we have to let the word out that when you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. But the smarter thing is to apply for asylum before you leave your country. And then you'll have a different experience when you arrive. But we're just trying to deal with the crisis we have right now. We need to get people out of the shelters. No, so now it's a crisis. Now, now it's a crisis. When Texas has been dealing with this for years upon years upon years, it wasn't a crisis then. But when it hits New York, suddenly it's a crisis. Lock it down. 12 weeks or 15 or two, two weeks to flatten the curve. Where are we at now? The, come on sit there they're like this is a crisis it's a crisis this you're right it is it is a national crisis but typical in typical liberal fashion you only care when it impacts you the realities of what texas and places like arizona new mexico have been dealing with for a very even places in florida what they've been dealing with for a very very long time you didn't care about you cared nothing about so explain to me why now of all times I should give one single damn about you. And the fact is, had we not bust these people up there or flew them up there, they wouldn't have cared still. And they would still be screaming for open border, open border. Now what is Eric Adams doing? He's going before Congress saying, wait a minute, hold on. Maybe we screwed up. Maybe we screwed up. So everybody that wants to condemn DeSantis and, uh, you know, um, Abbott, for doing this, I remember, oh my God, the, the liberal accusations were flagged. This is human trafficking. They're getting on an airplane and they're being flown to a different location of their own free will. How is that human trafficking? To a sanctuary city. To a sanctuary city. How is that human trafficking? It's not. Because liberals knew, by and large, when Abbott and DeSantis started adopting this tactic, it was going to blow up in the liberals' faces. So what they were forced to do is pull out of the ether some other accusation they could levy at him as if what he was doing was so wrong. Literally, they were saying, who wants to go to New York? And they're like, uh, yeah, me. Hop on a flame. And then they go. How was that human trafficking? I don't think you know what human trafficking actually is, liberals. I really don't. But I love how Kathy Hochul can sit there, however you say her name, Hochul, yeah, Hochul. She just sits there, just like, well, you know, they could, uh, they could apply for asylum. This is not new information. This, is, this has been known for a very long time. You can't go from country A to country B without filling out, uh, I don't know, a lot of important documentation. 
and then getting approval like the legal immigrants have done time and time again to include the, the, the Irish immigrants that came over, the potato family. I mean, hey, they said, you want to come? Guess where you're going through? Ellis Island. Why is it that it's okay for other nationalities and races to do it, but if it's a southern border, no, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. Do your own thing. I'm, I'm, I'm curious on this. But again, Democrat-controlled cities are facing uh, house shortages as nightmare winter as migrants continue to arrive in major cities. According, Don't stop. No, 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 no. Keep busting them. Keep busting them. Now, here's the thing. Start, you know, he has, I think, Abbott sent him to Chicago. Keep sending them. Keep yeah. sending them 100%. Now, look, I don't like the fact that taxpayer money is going towards this, but if this is what it's going to take to get Democrats on our side so we can be united and tell the federal government, shut the border Let's fix the immigration issue. If that's what it takes, I would rather spend money on that process, or be forced to rather, than spending money on these other things such as deportation, which doesn't work. Every single time somebody says deportation, 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 bro, it's again, it's like squeegeeing water uphill. They're coming right back. You are wasting your money. So you know what? Send them to the blue shitholes. Excuse me, hell holes. I'm trying to pull back on the cussing. I'd rather spend money on that. I think that's perfectly fine. Well, not fine, but considering the situation that they've got us dealing with at the hands of the federal government, by the way, this is the federal government's responsibility and fault, might I add. Send them to Chicago. But even the illegals would be like, mm -mm, I don't want to go there. I've heard about that. Mm -mm, I'm not trying to get shot. You want to keep stop coughing your AIDS all over the place? I'm going to switch microphones <laughs> with you after this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Keep sending them. Keep sending them there. Don't stop. Don't relent. Keep sending them. I'm all for it. The more that Eric Adams and Kathy sit there and they cry, ooh, crocodile tears. But you know what really sucks about this, folks? You know what's really bad about this? It's the fact that Eric Adams and Kathy, they're living fine. They're okay. They're not having to walk the same streets that you do. They're, they're protected. They're guarded. They live in nice neighborhoods, I'd imagine. But you, the New York City citizen, taxpayer, hard worker, you're subjected to this nonsense. You're subjected to the, the migrant crisis. You got to love it. She just put out a tweet. Who did? Kathy Helchel. Oh, what does she have to say? We need to stand up to hate wherever it rears its <sighs> ugly head. If you have experienced or witnessed an incident of hate or discrimination, report it to uh, New York's Human Rights. Oh, my God. She's got it. She's nailed it. We need to stand up to hate. That's what she just tweeted out. This is the, like, this is the, these are the dumbest tweets that lack any and all depth. It's just virtue signaling. It's like, hey, bad people are bad. Yeah, no duh. Do we really need to say this stuff? Is this really what we need to be talking about right now? We've got bigger, more pressing issues, and this is what you're tweeting? It wasn't very well received so far. I'm, I'm sure the people are turning against them. <laughs> you know, you got to love this. You've demonized law enforcement for the longest time, and now you're like, hey, we're a sanctuary city, and now you're bringing over the illegals, and with them comes the fact that you don't know if you got criminals in their midst, which chances are you do. They're not sending their best. They're not sending their best. I'm not against immigration. I just think there should be a vetting process. And here's the other part. 
It doesn't guarantee you into our country. Like if our country is at max capacity for whatever reason, or say, for example, we look at it from an economic standpoint, it's like, look, we need more engineers. Well, then let in engineers from other countries. That's fine. Hey, we need more manual laborers. People that want to are qualified to come over here and do manual labor, they're okay with that. Let them on in. I think that's perfectly acceptable. Now, if you're saying, hey, we got, you know, there's, there's room for everybody. And you just want to let them in. They at least have to be vetted. And the thing that you, the argument you can make for liberals is that, well, okay. So if you're so scared about COVID, then you don't know who these people are. They're coming from a third world country. The poverty, the poverty rate is probably through the roof. Therefore, they're probably sicker. Don't have access to medical technology like we do. Advanced research, COVID vaccines, yeah. but let them on in to spread the COVID, right? That makes no sense. But I don't know. I mean, again, this is this is liberal logic, folks. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. It never does. It never does. These people are morons. I mean, sincerely, they are morons. But I don't know. I mean, what are you gonna do? What do you do? Not go to New York. Oh my God. Um, I was I was really considering it, but I don't think I'm going to now. Not for a while. Not till this whole thing is over Hell with. Hell no. Not till it's over with. Next article we got coming out. Um. White House surveillance program lets law enforcement snoop on trillions of American phone records. Huh. Every day. Every day. Bigger police state. Bigger police state. But I haven't even read this article, but I'm guaranteeing you it has something to do with this is, this is for your own good, America. It's for your own good that we have to do this. It's for your safety. We have to pry into personal information, interject ourselves into the business space for your own good. Meanwhile, I mean, if that's the premise, well, for our own good, close the southern border. I mean, I think that's fair. Should be. Should be. A secret surveillance initiative managed by the White House grants law enforcement agencies unprecedented access to trillions of American phone records, raising significant privacy and legal concerns. A wired investigation has revealed a secret White House surveillance program that permits federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies to access an extensive array of U.S. phone records known as Data Analytical Services, DOS. This program functions in partnership with telecom giant AT&T, offering a comprehensive analysis of American call records to law enforcement agencies at all levels of government. This deal not only involves direct phone contacts of criminal suspects, but extends to their social networks as well, snooping on individuals who have not been suspected of any criminal activity at all. Well, now, in theory, that sounds like an okay thing, right? Well, I mean, of course it does. You know, they're only targeting supposed bad guys, right? Wrong. We've seen the FBI spy on the Trump administration during Obama's administration, Again, when they come out and say, this is new, it's not new. They've been doing it this entire time. Now, granted, it's not going to hold up in court. They can, you know, but when it was illegal, you can't take that to court and say, well, how did you get that? Any lawyer that blow it out of the, you know, blow it out of the courthouse, like that's illegal. Or entrapment or illegal spying or surveying. Does now, it matter if there's a liberal judge? I would, you know what? I'm going to say, I, I would hope there would still be at least some semblance of due process and the people's rights, even in a liberal court. But then again, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Honchel or whoever that nerd is that's trying Trump for fraud, clearly that guy is biased. Clearly he's biased. The guy says dumb stuff. But then again, Trump opted out from a, 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 a trial by jury. But I think that was intentional. Because again, it's going to only get a highlight. I think, here's the deal. 
this is the complexities of how this whole thing plays out. Trump's team knew all about this judge. It's not hard to do digging on this guy. Well, I mean, Hold let's, on. Say, let's say aside from Trump, what about like the January 6th? As far as what? Defendants. Well, I'm, I'm curious on that. I mean, because I mean, they all had same judges, right? Well, but I don't like, know what, what political leaning those judges were. We'd have to go and look at every every individual case. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, we could talk to uh, Marissa Medvin. She comes on and she, she represents. Yeah. And she's actually gotten a few of their uh, sentencings reduced. So, and she works hard. Yeah. She'd be somebody to ask on that one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if the top of my head. because it's. But I'm, I'm talking about in terms of uh, the Trump judge on his fraud case in New York. Um, it's not hard to do this guy's, do digging on this guy as far as his social media. And you can kind of get his wife, by the way, on Twitter. Like Ergon or something. Or, like that. Yeah, something some yeah. weird name out of weirdo. a Lord of the Rings book. I don't know. Some weirdo. But his wife, they found his wife on Twitter and her account went private like that. But she was bashing Trump nonstop. It's like, bro, well, the I mean, DA ran on. Yeah. Prosecuting like, Trump. Prosecuting Latina Trump. James. Yeah. Yeah. They ran on this. That's what she ran on. But to be fair, Trump ran on imprisoning Hillary. Did, I mean, he, he did. I don't think he ran on. He's like, he, he called. He wanted a he special said, investigation. A special investigation. Never happened. It, but never happened. I think the establishment got so upset that he called them out for their bullshit. And instead of the government working for us, the mm -hmm. government should have said, Hey, we hear your complaints. We're sorry you feel that way. We'll work better in the future. Can to you try even to... say that with a straight right. face? But they like the government that, ever they? saying so? Like, hey, guys, RB. We're paying them. They work for us. Yeah. Instead, what do they do? Yeah. They smear this guy. Yeah. And then after he gets booted out of the White House, they, <sighs> they charge I'm not him with say, 91 I'm not going to say all the smears were unjustified. I'm going to say yes. There's probably a good chunk of this stuff that's nonsense. But to go back to the point, though, of that judge... I mean, it's a clear case of bias, but I think that's why Trump's team probably opted out of a jury trial because yeah. a jury trial is going to find him innocent. They're probably going to find, find him innocent. innocent in New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, because no. Think about it though. When you've got a liberal judge that's clearly biased, you don't stand a snowball's chance in hell. But that's going to be appealed. It'll be overturned because again, it's clear it, the the bias displayed from this guy, bro. Come on. But with a jury, you probably got a better chance of being found innocent. Because at least 12 people, you would think, even in New York, you'd have enough rational people to say, wait a minute, look, I don't like, because like if I was on that trial, I don't like Trump either. But I'm not going to condemn a man that is innocent. Right. Again, I don't have all the facts, so I don't know. Maybe he is guilty. I don't know. But the thing is, I would still give due process its day in court. No pun intended. I, I would hope, and I know I'm, I'm banking on these pie-in-the-sky dreams here. I can't prove this. But again, I'm saying that's probably reasoning why they didn't want a jury trial and they wanted a judge trial. I think he's probably going to try and find, he's probably going to find Trump guilty. They're going to appeal it. It'll get overturned eventually. And this guy's going to be made to look like a moron. But the narrative of political persecution continues. And I think that's what Trump wants. I think that's what it wants. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a Oh, kind you of a, do know, Josh. I think it's kind of a toss you do know, Josh. going to a, a jury in a state that is, <clears throat> you know, deep blue. I'm wondering. And, uh, I'm wondering if like these states are going to start switching deep, it up. Yeah, I mean, you'd think so, but you apparently think? they love it. I mean, they they don't right <laughs> now. <laughs> they don't right now. They don't. Um, I mean, but look what happens when you speak out against illegal immigration. Look what's happened to Mayor Adams. Tommy Robinson got locked up in England over the weekend. Did you see that? Did he really? He went to a protest, and he didn't even do anything. I don't even know how that guy stays in England. Neither. Well, he loves it. It's home. I get it. I get it. He was locked up for like over the weekend. He was released on his birthday, no less. And he was just there. Didn't even do anything. They pepper sprayed him, locked him up. And I'm like, folks, you see, this is what happens yeah. when the government comes such a nanny state. It is upon you 
to commit extreme violence towards said government. When you are arresting a man for just showing up to a protest and you're accusing him of inciting, inciting a riot and such or similar things and he's not done anything, I mean, come on. What are you afraid of? When you try and silence a man, that's, that's ridiculous. Silencing them is only going to magnify their message. The message will get out. But it's also they want to silence because the government knows they're wrong. They know they're wrong. Yeah. Way off base on this one. England, they arrest people in England for memes. For memes. You're like kidding me with this. I, I, Elon tweeted I don't out talking about far away from that here. I don't think so either. I really don't. It's crazy to me. But again, the White House has been spying. For over a decade, DAS has been tracking more than a trillion domestic phone records annually. I didn't know. Again, I didn't know it was around this for long. I mean, we know the Patriot Act. Yeah. We know that, which I would imagine goes hand in hand with this. If you're listening, you know, I'm, I'm imagining a bunch of FBI agents in an old room, like with a, a tap saying, what did you say? What did you say? It goes hand in hand with this. It's the same thing. Just more state oversight for your safety, for your protection. And what ultimately happens? Your rights get stripped away one by one by one by one. I'm going to take it to a place you don't like me or like. I said the same thing on Twitter this weekend. Had another tweet kind of blow up. I said Trump was not a pro two way president. We were, I was, uh, Dana Lash was talking about um, uh, Roger Stone who actually was in uh, league with Sheriff Israel. Remember that? That whole altercation? Stone was a partner yeah. with him. He actually helped him. And then... This, the Florida guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then DeSantis fired him. And Stone didn't like that. So that was brought to the surface this weekend on Twitter. A massive thing. Uh, who, who tweeted this out? I wasn't aware of this. But it went viral. Went super viral. As to why, you know, Stone called Casey DeSantis what she did or what he did. Um, like Stone does not like DeSantis or Casey whatsoever because basically he fired his guy. And it's like, but your guy was a coward. Your guy got kids killed yeah. and you're upset that he got fired. Are you, is this really the take you want? Roger Stone's a moron. But the Second Amendment, Dana Loesch was talking about the fact that when she went on CNN and confronted this joker, she went in there fully expecting like, be, you know, no pun intended, guns aimed right at her. And she did. She did a phenomenal job. So I, I retweeted her statement saying Dana Loesch did more, Lash, Lash or Loesch, she did more for the Second Amendment than Trump did. I was like, Trump banned bump stocks? All kinds of stuff. Did he ban bump stocks? It was banned, yeah. And so I got met with a lot of resistance, which again, I don't even read the comments because I don't care about the peasant class, what they have to say about me. But I retweeted that. And then she did this long thread on Roger Stone. And him being in, I keep wanting to say in bed, but people will take that literal because he's degenerate, 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 can't even say it, degenerate, and that's what he does. Like, there is so much behind the door politicking with these people, it's disgusting. I'm so glad that, like, I get to be on the outside of it because I have a feeling if I knew half the stuff that goes on behind closed doors, I'd just walk away from all of this. It's like, this is, because you know this happens. It does happen. It's kind of like ignorance is bliss to a degree, but the levels of just insanity, degeneracy, corruptibility, that is behind it, even within the GOP. It's the same, it's no different than the DNC. It's the same thing. It's just like I said, picking your candidate. Uh, America, I, I don't know, man. We, we, what do you have to say? What do you have to say? This infighting has just gotten to the point where it's just so, and I'm, I'm ready for the primaries to be over. Oh my God, I'm ready for them to be over. 
But there's going to be a lot of people like Roger Stone's like, nope, never make amends with that guy. He should be expelled from the GOP. That's disgusting what you did. Disgusting. Going to have a debate with Austin Peterson. I think it's going to be tomorrow. Uh, he, seems, he seems to think it's okay to refer to women uh, with that word. I'm just like, I disagree. I don't. So we talk about it. People were tweeting at me to like, fix your boy. It's like, Austin has his opinions. I got mine. But I told him, I was like, hey, let's have a discussion about it. Let's, let's talk. And so he's, he's up for it. So I think it's going to be tomorrow. We'll see. He texts me. And uh, I don't know. Rishi. This is going to piss off a lot of people, but I love it. Argentiniers, uh, Argentiniers, Argentinas. I keep, I keep saying, uh, seeing his name, Javier. Javier. Dang it. I can never get it right. Javier. Javier Malay begins whirlwind. Yeah, dude, I can never. It's it's the same as saying the the uh, word and anonymity. Anonymity. I got it on that one. I'm getting better. Argentine President Elect Javier Malay announced on Sunday night he would be flying to the United States overnight and making stops in New York and Washington D.C. on Monday. Malay landed in New Jersey on Monday morning. The Argentine newspaper Clarin reported and began his travel to New York City. Malay, a libertarian economics or ec- economist who first held election office in 2021, won a decisive victory in November 19th presidential election against current economy minister Sergio Massa, an establishment socialist whose tenure has corresponded to historically high levels of inflation, unemployment, and poverty. <gasps> you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> I mean, is this really shocking? This is, this is what socialism is. This is what socialism is, folks. Malay posted a photo on social media before departing alongside Louis Caputo, the man he has chosen for Minister of Economics, and Nicholas Pass, who is expected to take on the Chief of Staff role. Uh, the article is that he's visiting, um, he's Yeah. He begins whirlwind us tour with Jewish holy site visit in New York city. And you know, all the Jew hating anti-Semites are just punching the sky right now. Rah, he supports Israel. Oh, he's a horrible person. I love it. I love it. Make him cope and seethe nerds cope and seethe. I love this positioning that we're in now to where it's like, if you support Jews, you're a Zionist, which again, I don't see the negative downside in that. If that's what the Jews want, let them have it. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to commit tropes to it, but uh, yeah, don't care. Don't care at all. So I actually saw on Twitter. Oh my God. (laughs) I saw on Twitter, this one woman that, uh, as, as we know, Hamas released some of their hostages. Um, there was a, a picture of a, a young girl. She had to be in her early teens and uh, Hamas is like leading her out and they're like, they're being very gentle with them. And everybody's like, oh, so they put the girl in the truck and one woman, I forget who she is. She tweets, I was like, if I judged this picture by the body language and the video that came with it by the body language and look on her face, like it looks like they treated her very well. Maybe the, and I'm paraphrasing, maybe people got Hamas wrong. And so somebody like commented on this on one of my pages and it's like, you know, maybe it's because, you know, the world, they want the world to think that Hamas is so bad. It's like, so what makes this any different? I'm like, um, the causation. Why is she a hostage? Did, did you, did you, did you, does your brain just shut down before that? This is how stupid people are. This is how stupid the world, much less a lot of Americans are. They have it so good now that you memory hold the 1400 that were murdered when Hamas violated the ceasefire. And these people on Twitter some of the stupidest people I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just like, look how good they treat the hostages. Oh, yes, you're actually right. Aside from the ones they murdered and raped, the rest of them, good job. 
Way to go. Hey, you didn't kill these. Good for you. Yeah, I, I this is why that. these people like this mindset deserve to be conquered. They deserve to be conquered. I'm talking about the people that, that sit there and say, oh, look how good Hamas is. You deserve to be conquered. I'm going to say it. I don't care about your rights. If they came across and they wanted to, take them. Don't care. If that's the way you want to go, you think they're so good, go to Palestine. Don't care. I'm over this. I'm over this nonsensical BS that has been propagated by these mainstream Twitter morons out there. Who just, look how good Hamas is. Oh, look how good. You mean outside of the women they sodomized and raped prior to the whole thing? That? Israel's got so much blood. I'm not saying they don't. But right now, the spotlight's on you. Don't try and what about us in this thing. I think both sides have blood on their hands. But don't you dare sit there and try and, you know, pass off Hamas as if they're just like, ugh. I think, I think a knighthood is in their future. I, I think the king, king of England, knighthood. Pope, you better bless him. Hamas is so good. No. They posted the videos of themselves. They did. Raping and raping, murdering. Right? murdering, Going into buildings, going into rooms where there were already dead people shooting their bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're great people, folks. Like yeah, That's what I don't get. Is like, These people are stupid. They're stupid. Did you see the uh, Andrew Tate... I can't even listen to that moron. I'm sorry. That guy's such an idiot. He sits there and he talks about like all this oh, nonsensical Hamas. That's oh, absolutely. Then go fight, Tate. You're a world fighter. Go fight ass. with Hamas, dude. Put your money where your mouth is. Get your little bald ass over there. Go, where's your AK for you? Pick up an AK because it ain't the ring, buddy. It ain't the ring. Nope. Your skill means nothing at this point. If I got you in the crosshairs, I'm dropping your ass. And we're off YouTube. <laughs> and we're off YouTube. <laughs> What color is your AK-47? It's going to be red. Don't ask me why. Yeah, Andrew Tate's an idiot. That guy, I'm sorry. That, he, mean, he, made so, he makes, that, he makes yes. some good points on a few things, but again, a broken clock. You know that saying. But Andrew Tate is one of these people that has capitalized off the fact there are so many single-parent households and young men looking for leadership. He fills that role to them. But what the problem is, though, is Andrew Tate, he, he contradicts a lot of his nonsensical ramblings. He talks about Muslims. He talks about Islam. All the, it's haram. Like, bro, you are the biggest man slut out there. And again, I don't care if that's what you want to be fine. But if you're going to be, you're going to talk about how, you know, you're so contrite with your convictions, then I need to see you practice what you preach. Yeah. Otherwise you're just full of crap. And that's Andrew Tate. That's Tristan Tate. Any, any alpha true like alpha male is what it means to be alpha. Like I love this whole shtick that everybody does now. It's like alpha, alpha males. This thing of like, if you have to tell people you're an alpha male, you're not an alpha male. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's like, I'm so alpha. Nobody asked. Like you're doing, this is, let me just explain this to people. If you're out there trying to advertise how much of an alpha you are, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Alphas are alphas because it's required of them. That's just their personality. A beta can become an alpha with the training, you know, the tool. Absolutely. The military was great about, you don't see people. Well, I mean, nowadays you do, but in the olden days, you go to basic training, you're coming out an alpha meat eater. Yeah. You're going to be a lead. You're going to be a killer. Now it's just like, oh, God, I can't shoot him. He's too cute. <laughs> That's what they are now. I mean, I'm serious. That's what they are. But the Andrew Tates out there, oh, they're very eloquent. They can make their points very good. But the level of chest thumping and degeneracy, it's just like, bro, you're not an alpha. You are posing hard. You've got money. And I'm not saying that he's not earned what he's got. Of course he has. This this whole projecting, oh my gosh! Well, he just goes into uh, Pierce Morgan asked him about what he thinks about October seventh, mm. and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, what do you have to say do about you, that? You want to start the story in the middle? 
I'm like, well, well, there was a ceasefire. When Israel gave Gaza back to the Palestinians. So my my question to Andrew Tate then is, if we want to start the story in the middle, fair enough. It's like, but you give me an action. Let's just say in the last five years that warrants a response akin to what Hamas did with 1,400 innocents. So you're basically saying that committing acts of evil, then it's okay to be just as evil. Right. So that's what you're accusing of Israel of doing. Right. So by your logic, you're saying if Israel's done horrible things to Palestine, Palestine can then do the same evil things to Israel. But then you sit there and you claim, no, no, that's what Israel should not be doing to Palestine. I don't understand their logic. They're stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. But instead, these interviewers lob them these stupid, easily answered questions, and nobody calls them on their BS. It's like, wait a minute. Okay. So you're saying, well, if you want to start in the middle, you bug-eyed, bald-head-looking retard, you you want to start in the middle, okay, let's start at the ceasefire. Both of them agree to it, so then it stops. The story stops. It's a ceasefire. Fair enough. Now, if Hamas thought that a ceasefire wasn't warranted based upon previous actions of Israel, then don't go into a ceasefire. Unless... You want a ceasefire for certain reasoning, such as to regroup, strategize, right. and then plan an attack, which is exactly what they did. Make bombs. Make bombs. I mean, didn't kill babies. Didn't Hamas uh, do that when Israel yeah. gave them like pipes and stuff to yep. for a water filtration or something? 100%. Yeah. They took the pipe and they yeah. made pipe bombs out of them. Where's this invasion everybody talks about, like prior to the ceasefire? Where's the invasion? I mean, nobody, just, nobody's talking say, about it. Going in there, murdering, raping women, mm-hmm. taking children yeah. hostage. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. That should be on its face. Like, that is terrible. Yeah. Anybody that does that kind of shit, I, I just can't get on that side. Yeah, I agree. And, and if I mean, Israel that, was that doing that, the and there conversation. Was, yeah, I agree. And if Israel was doing that as well, yeah. and we see irrefutable proof, Israel's just as bad. Yeah, show the proof. But I'm not seeing any of it, and I'm looking. They said <clears> they bombed <throat> the hospital. Yeah, that was a lie. It was a lie. Yep. That's. I mean. The hostages that people said were dead, some of them are actually alive. People were getting it wrong. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of propaganda. Half the stuff, you know, people ask me, it's like, what's your take? It's like, bro, I have to give you a half take because I think we're getting half truths here. Yeah, I don't know. But I think at the end of the day, as long as America maintains the position of it's not our war, we'll be okay. Now, there's of course, Americans in there, they need to get them out. But they're not going to. I mean, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's what we got spec ops for. Get these guys over there. Get them on boots on the ground. Link them up with the IDF and say, hey, you know. And if but I at was the from same another time, country and I had family over there or whatever, and they were at that festival, yeah. and they went through what those people went through, yeah. I got to say, I would want to see that entire strip of land. I'd want to see some level. heads on spikes. Absolutely. Yep. I'm not going to sit there and play pacifist. No, I'm not going to sit there and play, Sorry. I love you. I'm going to turn the other cheek. I want you dead. I want your bloodline ended. Yeah. I want you. Fin- that's what Americans have forgotten. They have forgotten this idea that there are people out there that want to kill you based upon your skin color, your religious convictions and your nationality. Yes. These people exist. And a lot of them in the middle East, and they're called Muslims. I don't care if you like that or not. It's the truth. I'm not condemning all Muslims. That's not what I'm saying here. But yeah. Did you see that the hostages that were, uh, or excuse me, the prisoners that Israel released, you see any video of that? Yeah. As soon as they cut them loose, they put on the Hamas green headbands and they start calling for Jewish blood. It's like, there you go. Called there it. Is. I called. Did I not call this, folks? Did I not say this? Did I not tell you people this? As soon as you release them, you've just plussed up Hamas's ranks. Now, here's the other part, though. I don't think you have any choice. You don't. But at the same time, they're going to kill them eventually. They'll get to them. Yeah. So you're plussing up their ranks by 50. That's a lot of people. But it's also saying, look, look. We know you're terrorists. Go fight now so we can at least kill you and get you out of our prison systems. Yeah. I think that's not bad of a fair trade. No, it's not fair bad. enough. It's like fight them here or fight them there. Might as well. But they released a lot of them. But every single one of them, oh, my gosh. Oh, kill more Jews. It's like, mm, wow. They must have been so innocent, right? 
innocent Palestinians, right? Yeah, because as soon as they get out, the one woman screaming at her like, ah, kill them all. It's like, mm, yeah, I bet you're just a real pleasure. I'm sure you got locked up for just totally fabricated reasoning, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But do me a favor, folks, if it's your first time watching, make sure you hit the follow button. Hit the like button. That helps us out. Helps boost the algorithm. Uh, helps us getting it in front of more people, at least watching the show. We greatly appreciate that. It goes a long way. So again, we got, I got a lot of people that tell me all the time. It's like, I can't watch your show live, but I'll hit that like button because I, I spam it on Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, things like that. So it definitely helps. So thank you to those that actually do that and help us out. We greatly appreciate it. Speaking of like the most intelligent class of people out there, let's listen to what a model has to say because they're just always so intelligent. Model Gigi Hadid, who I have no idea. Why do these people always look like they're just, I don't know, like they just smelt like a skunk. Their face is just kind of like, bleh, bleh. That's what it looks like, bleh. Imagine like a fish, just bleh. fish face. That's what they look like. There's no beauty. And I know beauty is subjective. It's, I, I get it. But I don't find her to be beautiful because of the article that I pulled up. Model Gigi Hadid blasted for latest Israel conspiracy theory. Oh, get this, folks. Oh, get this. Step aside, QAnon. Sit down, Alex Jones. Put the tinfoil hats back on. Listen to this. Gigi Hadid has been blasted for resharing a video to her 79 million followers on Instagram that makes the sickening accusation that Israel has harvested the organs of dead Palestinians. Now... Here's the direction you could take this. You're crazy. You're just crazy. <laughs> the model reshared the video reel by user Um Murdaza, um Murdaza via her Instagram account just weeks after she was rebuked by the Israeli government for sharing a meme condemning the country's response to the Hamas terror attack that left more than 1,200 Israelis dead. In the disputed clip, Murtaza told the followers to watch this disturbing video where health officials admitted that Israeli authorities had harvested the organs of dead Palestinians for years without their consent. News, uh, you see, that's why I love the way they phrase this. They're talking about like currently, like, ah, oh, we're taking dead Palestinians from this war and we're harvesting the organs. Ah, what? News reports, uh, she then cuts off footage of Mira Weiss, an anatomist, uh, excuse me, yeah, and professor of sociology at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem discussing organ harvesting with two reporters as part of an investigative report that aired on Israel Channel 2 back in 2015. Now, was this sanctioned by the government? These people get arrested? There's a lot to this. There's a lot of questions when I first read this. Like, wait a minute. Are we talking about people that were like, hey, yeah, you can actually have my organs when I die. Is that what we're talking about? Are we talking about dead Palestinian prisoners? Are you doing scientific research on the corpse? I was like, there's different ways you can go with this. But again... It's like, really? Like, you're, you're really leaving this open-ended. You're not, you're not kind of, I don't know. Let's keep reading. It's funny. Uh, the news segment uh, alleged that the Israeli Institute of Forensic Medicine was stealing organs from Palestinian prisoners detained by Israeli forces. We do not touch soldiers' bodies. We take from others, she said. They used to take the organs from bodies of Palestinians and then the immigrants and foreign workers. Don't you think that would kind of be blown way the hell up? The baseless accusations have been roundedly criticized as a blood libel against Israel and the Jewish people and continue previous efforts as at supporting pro-Palestinian causes. This is literally the first I have ever heard of this. Now, here's the deal. I'm not saying it's not true. It doesn't sound to be true. Sounds a little bit unlikely. But if you can bring proof outside of a TikTok user, let's see the proof. Because again... It's like due process, no matter what positioning we're in. But this just comes off as like, really? Of all times you want to share this, now you want to share the story? Yep. Come on. Q.
Come on. I mean, do you believe, do you think this has merit? Like they're, they're literally taking organs from living people for, for medical research. I, I mean, it's an accusation. I don't know. I haven't seen evidence. I don't see the evidence as well. It's like, this is a, a far reaching one. I mean, if they were as brazen as the Hamas is about posting their videos of murdering and yeah. raping and pillaging, yeah. then maybe I could be like, oh, okay. Newsweek reports pro-Israel social media users lined up to slam the 28-year-old accusing her of blood libel. Gigi Hadid has always been trash, but this straight-up vile anti-Semitic blood libel. She should be dropped by every contract and agency, said Trinity Votes. I thought the funniest thing happened the other day. Uh, I followed John Lovitz on Twitter, yeah. and he's going at it with the anti-Semites, and he's doing it in a comedic fashion. It's hilarious. But all these actors and actresses, I'm going to say something really funny here, and I don't care what kind of heat it gets me. All these actors and actresses that are being fired from being anti-Semites by their Jewish owner, their boss is like, huh, maybe the Jews do own Israel or do own free Hollywood. <laughs> it's I like, know. Ah. Nah, there's a lot of people that are firing these actors that are not Jewish. They're saying, no, we're just not dealing with anti-Semitism. But I did see it like around like Susan Sarandon's agency. But there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood. Even Dave Chappelle said that. But do they run Hollywood? It's like, who, who runs anything? Like, who, who's the big cheese? I, I don't know. Ooh, I don't Weinstein? Know. Well, he's, he's done. Epstein? He's dead. I don't I, know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing if the Jews run Hollywood. Is I think there's probably a heavy prevalence of them in there. Yeah, yeah, I mean. But it is kind of funny now that all the anti-Semites, like, they're firing us. Like, maybe stop trying to kill them. I don't know. Can you blame them? I mean, it's, it's akin to saying, like, all the white people are controlling Hollywood. It's like, oh, God, here we go with this. But when it's Jews, it's perfectly acceptable. Either way, though, I personally don't care. No, I'm, I'm, I don't plan on being an actor anytime soon, so I don't care. Yeah. And if they got there legally, fine. But, we, I mean, again, I'm always open to the questioning of Jewish nepotism. A hundred percent. hundred percent. You know, because at, at core, it's basic racism, classism to, a, to an extent, if you really think about it, to where it's just like it's favoring a certain group of people based upon ethnicity or nationality. It's like, or religion. We'll just, we'll just say religion. Well, no, because there's a lot of Jews of Jewish descent that are not practicing Jews. So it's like multifaceted in that discussion. It's like, so how are they favoring Jews? Are they favoring them based upon the fact that they're actually practicing Jews? They have Jewish names. Like, explain this to me because I'm very curious. That's where it gets a little murky. Yeah. yeah. As you'd be like, okay, this, you know, Jews run like most of the porn industry. We're like, oh, well, they're not actual Jews. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of the whole, I think with this whole Israel-Palestine conflict, yeah, okay. it brought the care. Jewish stuff forefront. And then people started asking, it was like, I don't know a lot about what's going on over there. I think as most people are. Like for me, I've always known the Palestine issue. Jews yeah. in Palestine. We've always known this. And it'll be, this This will turn out the same way money. It'll, it'll, the war will end eventually. It'll fizzle out. Ukraine's already on the back burner. Nobody gives a crap about that anymore. Where all the profile pictures go, Facebook. Where do the profile pictures go? Everybody like everybody's like just forgot about the Ukrainians. Like screw those nerds. Let Russian happen. Like bigger issue. Ah, Palestine. The Muslims. The Jews. The, uh, the blue square Jew oh, commercial. Oh my god, no! Is that is that a thing now? Yeah, you haven't seen that commercial? No, I don't watch TV. It's like uh, two point three percent of the U.S. population is Jewish, mm -hmm. and it just goes on about anti-Semitism and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Support Israel. If I was a Jew, I'd have a gun. Or I support would. Jewish people, put a square in your... Oh my, I'm not doing that. I, I support yeah, everybody's right nah. to freedom, uh -uh. but I'm not changing my profile picture. Just not going to do it. Um, you will do it. <clears throat> I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it even harder now. Jimmy Fallon. This is This is hilarious to me. This is how crazy... The trans agenda has taken it. 
Jimmy Fallon under fire for calling trans actor Hunter Schaefer a single word. A single word. Jimmy Fallon has drawn the ear of or ire of uh, trans actor Hunter Schaefer's fans after the host called his guest Bud during an interview segment. Shaver made a guest appearance on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, who, again, Jimmy Fallon is not funny. Uh-uh. I'm funnier than Jimmy Fallon, and I'm not even a comedian. Jimmy Fallon is, I just don't, even on SNL, he was not funny at all. He was just like, he was kind of like stand-in. He was background. Like, there's nothing funny about that guy. He laughed in every sketch. Yeah. But, I mean, which, again, is funny in its own right. But if it's every time, it's like, bro, okay, you got to have some form of professionalism yeah. to where you can actually contain your BS. But... I just, I did not find this guy. I still don't find him funny. Um, he seems like a nice enough guy. He's a pushover. You sure. know it. But Shaver made a guest appearance at the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. And Fallon congratulated the actor on his latest project, affirming it was particularly special for the actor after having been a fan of the Hunger Games franchise since childhood. Um, after the presenter showed viewers a snap of the sci-fi inspired outfit, Schaefer enthusiastically admitted, for Halloween, I was obsessed with how Cap... Er, Capital people were in costume and made my own costume. Fallon then uh, equally enthusiastically replied, oh, bud, it's unbelievable. This is really cool. Now you're in Hunger Games, a capital person. Hunter Schaefer, 24, who stopped by the show to promote the new movie, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, was born a male and identifies as a female. Therefore, he's a wackadoodle. Since the show released a clip of the interview, certain commenters criticized Fallon by arguing the term bud is masculine coded. I can agree with that. Bud, hey, bud. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't call a woman that. Probably not. It's like, hey, bud. But here's the deal. Um, if you're going to let one... Here's, you're, you're 24 years old. You're a cross-dresser that's probably chopped your wiener off. You're a dude. Even liberals view you as dudes. Now, did Jimmy Fallon intentionally do this? Of course not. That guy is the biggest freaking spineless coward up there. He's such a nerd. Did he do it intentionally? No. But of course... You're going to have those, the fruitcakes in the comments. You're like, oh, I'm so triggered. I'm so triggered. Good. You should be triggered. You should be. I, I, yeah. You mad? Stick a Michelob up your ass and be ultra mad. I don't care. Be mad all you want. Nobody gives a crap about you fruitcakes. I'm not going to call you by your preferred pronouns. You're a dude wearing a wig, got some tits sewn on you, and chopped your wiener off. You're still a dude. Bonus hole and all. Sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I really don't care. I do not care about the trans community. Do not care. You are nut jobs. This is what happens when you shut down institutions and you incentivize this degeneracy and insanity because why? It's the cool thing to do. Let's virtue signal. Virtue signal away. Such a great thing. It's hilarious. <clears throat> Bear with me, folks. The bottom third with our show and stuff, it's like it's screwed up. Uh, what's the number to call in? Do you remember? Yeah. Hold on. What is the text? I got the text right here. The text. I don't have the text right here. Pull it up real quick. It's 214-817-1689. There we go. 214-817-1689. We'll take some of your calls. There we go. Sorry about that, folks. Again, we had to redo the entire thing right before the show started. Jimmy Fallon calling Hunter Shaver, bud, I am going to redact it. Official lace. If you actually click 
on some of the Twitter profiles. Like, look at this one right here. This one's called The Average Girl Loves Fall with a tranny flag and things. It says, as if I didn't have reason enough to hate Fallon. It takes this opportunity to show that he doesn't see Hunter as the beautiful, immaculate queen sitting before him. To my cis readers, I hope you don't see this as an overreaction. Bud, buddy, is unquestionably male-coded. Okay, let's click on the profile. Oh, yeah. Fruitcake extraordinaire. Just look at this septum ring. Hideous dude that became a girl. Oh, ugly. And look at this. These are the people you want to be with? That you want in your society? Ugh. Sure, stay call. Again, these wackadoodles, they can be outraged all they want. Nobody takes them seriously. They're weird. They're weird. You dropped it. You dropped the call, didn't you? You dropped the call. You, you dropped the call. Josh screwed it up. Dang it, Josh. Wait, call back in. <laughs> call back in. Uh, I, I just, I can't fathom this, though. I can't fathom this. You're, you're going to get upset about him saying bud. You can't force people to subject themselves to your pronouns. People are not going to agree with you. Yellow. All right. What's up, guy? Hello? What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> uh, oh, sorry, I'm, I apologize. I apologize this is not on topics the whole trans wackadoo stuff. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on, on, uh, I am currently kind of dealing with the whole fear of missing out. Uh, I'm not like enrolled in college or anything. I'm 20 years old. Right. I'm worried that I'm like missing out on like a bunch of parties and like, I won't lie. Like I've never like hooked up or anything. Um, I haven't, I'm just, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I remember you talking about, um, you have an associate's degree from like SMU. And it's yeah, like it's, it's the most worthless thing. <laughs> Even he's laughing. He's like, bro, an associate's <laughs> degree is equivalent to a GED <laughs> these days. No, um, bro, I can tell you it's, well, I never went to college. So the experience I never had. Do I regret it? Not at all. Because I had other amazing experiences. But you got to do what ultimately makes you happy. But also don't get it twisted. Don't get in your mind that college is a specific way. It depends on the college you go to. Do you want to go to a university? And I'm not trying to condemn college here. I, to me, if I had to do it again, I'd pick a trade and go with that. <clears throat> but ultimately, it depends on the university. I mean, do you really want to go on a college campus? We get all these fruitcake liberals out there just screaming at the sky, protesting everything <laughs> under the sun when their focus should be actual education. Your focus should be actually, you know, picking up a skill, studying it, learning it, and then going out into the world and doing that for a job. When these people are, are more invested in the idea of like, look at me, I want to change the world <clears throat> and be an activist. That's not what a college is for. But unfortunately, that's what college has become because college is the breeding ground of supposed all new thought. It's like, this is where we debate everything. It's actually not. It's actually not. It's where you should be learning. So if you're going to a university and you're, you find yourself not actually learning and you want to be an activist, you want to do all this other great stuff, feel free. But for me, um, the experience as far as the partying goes, uh, yeah, you know what? You do got to sow your wild oats. As a young man, yeah, I, I would definitely say sow your wild oats. But do it in a different fit. Join the military. I don't know. Figure. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I really don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I personally well, didn't go to college. Um, yeah, I, I guess this is like, you know, um, this is missing the whole like politics thing. Or like I can imagine, oh, crap. What if I went to like, I don't know, uh, like a Florida State University or something where it's like all the palm trees and like, I, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could. I hated high school. I didn't. I didn't go to like any parties or anything. I haven't like, you know, ever had a relationship. I know you've talked about um, how, excuse me, how you've like been with a lot of women 
do you? I also wanted to get your thoughts on that. Like, Sheila's probably listening to this punch in the sky right now. Thank you for that. You just started a fight with me and my girlfriend. That's great. Appreciate it. No, she knows. (laughs) I told her I was a man Um, whore. It's whatever. Like, like, should I try to go for that as a young man, or should I like wait for the right woman, or like, you know what I mean? What should I do? You got to figure it out for yourself, bud. Spark a whole debate with you and Josh. Uh, Honestly, man. How I was and I was 17, 18 is not how I am when I'm almost 40. You're going to go through a lot of changing. Truth be told, sometimes the experiences are good to have. Going on those college campuses firsthand and seeing uh, or listening to people's opinions, even liberals. like Yeah, that's how you learn more about yourself and develop your own uh, worldview. It's by listening to the opposition. We can't silence them. You do have to listen to what they have to say. As dumb as it may sound sometimes, you do have to listen and and see the rationale behind their stances. Many of them, I feel, are doing it because it's a sense of wanting to belong. What you're feeling right now is what liberals um, kind of show on the daily. You want to be in some kind of fight because you you want to feel like you matter. You want to feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself, which is why a lot of young men and women join the military. Nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, you've got to figure out what works for you. So if you're confused about where to go for now, I would say hold off on making a decision, weigh your options, but ultimately right now, work on you, work on yourself, work on your discipline, work on your physique, work on your mental uh, faculties, work on being uh, mentally strong, Um, work on those things in the interim, because until you decide which direction you want to go, there's nothing wrong with trying to level up your own skills if you, if you don't mind the way I referenced that, because I think a younger generation really resonate with them, like level up your own, you know, your stats first and then go out there. But ultimately, dude, don't make any rush decisions. Figure out what you want to do. Go If you want to go spend a semester at a college, go do it. You know, If you want to go out and join the workforce, go do it. But ultimately, like I said, um, <clears throat> don't close yourself off to other people's ideas. Because again, as, as annoying as liberals are, you do have to listen to them. Well, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm worried about missing out on like the college experience. Because I, you know, I decided I didn't want to go. I think one big fear was the whole uh, student debt issue or mm-hmm. like just, yeah. you know, I don't want to acclimate myself into debt, into debt. Yeah. Angie Priscilla, uh, I listened to like one of his real AF. Oh, he's an idiot. Don't listen to Andy. Andy and, uh, doesn't know anything. That guy's such a moron. Don't, don't listen. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Andy's a good dude. Andy's a good uh, dude. Anyway, anyways, anyways, all right. But besides him beating her, I, I, I didn't need to know how to do an Andy Priscilla impression, but anyways, <laughs> What, uh, motherfucker? Like like <laughs> That's quick. Andy. Andy's F-bomb everything. <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? This Andy's still here. Today, we're going to talk about visualization and how it may help you. Because in the long run, Yeah, yeah, you're dead on. You're dead on. That's Andy. <laughs> but anyways, uh, they were playing a clip. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, my God. I, I must have gotten the eight from you, John. I'll the call. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> probably. Probably. Um, he was, they, were playing a, they were playing a clip of this lady who is like a nurse and like, you know, she's with her husband and like, you know, they're like average, maybe like middle class or so, but they're struggling to pay their bills. I saw that clip where she's crying and she's doing everything right. Right. And and he said like, this is exactly what I'm talking about as far as like, you know, being personally excellent and like, you know, not falling into the whole debt thing because like these people have been like told to go do this and like, you know, you'll be fine. But then like, look where this person is at. She's a nurse. Like that's yeah. considered a high, like a well-being job. I don't know if you saw that one clip. Uh, I listened to the Tucker Carlson and Theo Vaughn podcast. And that was a great listen, by the way. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, Tucker was talking about, <clears throat> there's like this 20, 
22, 23 year old girl who was talking about how she just joined the workforce and like, you know, the corporate world Mm -hmm. uh, and how like she hates it, like how she'll ride the bus or like she'll ride however she transports to work. Um, And like, you know, then she'll get home and she'll have like a limited amount of time. And I saw like all these like, you know, right wing people shitting on her like, well, too bad. Like maybe like Matt Walsh. I'm not like nagging on the guy. I just may disagree with him on this though. But he's like, oh, life is worth tough, like toughen up. And like Tucker was saying, like, that's it. Like, hold on. Like she was told, you know, do this and you'll be fine. But like, you know, she realized like this isn't what he wanted. And like, let's let's, let's push pause right there. Let's go back to the beginning. The first thing we have to address is she was told this. She was told this is how it is. Do this to get this. Do A to get B. Well, first right. we have to ask ourselves, who told her that? Who, who, who raised her that way? Her family. Exactly. So when we sit there and say, you know, when you're like my father always told me when I was growing up, it's like, you know, you know you're going to have to go to college. If you want to go to college, I'm not going to be able to pay for it. You either do it yourself, join the military, or figure something out. But also be ready to the fact that life is not fair. From a very young age, especially in the military, you are taught life is not fair. And fair in and of itself is a four-letter word. You can do everything right and not be successful. And I wish it was not true, but it is. It's just sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's who you know. Sometimes it's the methodology in which you employ that determines whether or not you're going to be successful or not. And like I said, you can still do everything right and not be successful. Like the other clip where you saw with the lady and her husband. College. She's a nurse. She said he makes great money. They still, they still can't make it. Now, again, you're doing everything right, but that's also life. Now, Matt Walsh's approach, um, Matt Walsh, I, I do, I respect the hell out of what that guy does. So, but sometimes Matt As Walsh, can be, he can be a little abrasive. Mm-hmm. He can be a little overly. It's like, look, um, everybody talks about doing what you love for work. That's what I would encourage everybody to do. Whatever it is that you love to do, figure out a way to make money doing it. Now, some people, you know, when they go into college and they look at this list of like, let's just say it's like the army, there's 212 ways to be a soldier. Which way do you prefer to be a soldier? For me, it's like, I want to suck. So let's go be infantry because life sucks when you're a grunt. So people in college is no different. Do I want to be an underwater basket weaver? Do I want to be an engineer? Do I want to be a chemical engineer? Do I want to be electrical? You pick, but it's up to you to become the best at that thing so you can get hired by a company, a corporation, whatever the case may be. Is it always going to happen? No. My brother went to college for psychology. He works for Amazon now. Explain that one to me. Oh, wow. But the biggest thing is it's that you're marketable. My old company commander, he made a great point. He said, it's not so much as the degree you get. It's that are you marketable? Can you be trained on your resume, on your degree, on your on these things? Does it showcase your ability to be open-minded, take criticisms, take um, direction, all this stuff, do you actually showcase that in those interviews you go to? I can't tell you how many times we've had people come in for shell shock to interview. Dude walks up in board shorts and flip flops. Like, are you kidding me? It's like you came into a job interview looking like that. No, granted, around here, we dress in slacks and T-shirts. But if you're going in for a job interview to talk to the boss and you automatically come in there with no respect being shown to that position, I, that tells me that you are not brought up to understand the echelon or the hierarchy of chain of command. It's like, if that's the boss, it's yes, sir, no, sir. You do what you're told. And of course, if the boss is a, is a you know, jerk, then you quit, but still. So I think a lot of this falls into the upbringing of these kids. They're being taught that life is fair. They're being taught that if you do A and B, you'll get C. It's not always the case. Sometimes you have to do A and B multiple times before you get to C. I mean, how many times have I been banned on social media? So many different times. 
How many of these companies actually reach out to help me boost mine? Nobody. Nobody's there. It's all on me and Josh. We got to do this every single day. Finally, Rumble's taking notice. It's great. It's great to have this. But where have they been the entire time? I've been doing this for almost nine years. Nobody helped me. But I still, I mean, if you if you go by this whole uh, morality thing, I, I held true to my beliefs. I never sold out. I didn't compromise with my beliefs to, to fit into a political uh, party. I mean, God knows I probably lost a lot of followers of the fact that I'm not supporting Donald Trump. But people will sit there and say, you know, you're a sellout. You're, but go back to the main point. I've done everything the right way according to my moral compass. I never sold out. And just now, nine years later, we're starting to get more views. We're starting to get more listens, more downloads. We're getting sponsors thrown at us. So it's kind of like, yeah, sometimes it takes wow. consistency. It takes repetition. It takes, my God, I mean, what was what was the mountain climbing like for freaking Bezos or Steve Jobs and these other entrepreneurs? Andy Frasilla, of all people, Andy, he did it for like 16 years in supplementation before he actually blew up. Holy 16 shit. years. So people can sit there like this new age millennial general, Gen Zers can look at this stuff and say, okay, I go to college, I graduate, instant success. What you don't realize is no, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. You just now entered into the rat race, which is the corporate world. So now you got to compete with every other swinging uh, schlong out there. I'm trying to clean up my language. But again, the biggest thing is like, who taught you this? Keep cursing. It's funny. No, I can't. I got to reach a bigger audience. If, if the goal is to spread the idea no, of liberty wow. and stuff. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta clean it up a little bit. Not all the way, but a little bit. But I hope that helps answer your question, brother. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, do what you wanted. If you are afraid you're missing the college experience, then go experience it. If you, if it's not that big of a deal to you, then just you know figure out a different route. But ultimately, do what you want to do. Um, follow, follow your own, uh, your own line of questioning there, your own line of thought, brother. That's uh, all I can suggest. Yeah, I don't, no, don't want to project what I, I, I would do like because one, it's not me. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess like one last question to follow up with that. Uh, should should I approach the whole dating thing or should I try to do what, because I talk about that college thing, not as far as like trying to get a job afterwards. I'm thinking as far as the whole missing out on like just walking into the class and interacting with other people or, um, you know, yeah, I guess like trying to meet other people that are my age yeah. or that if I don't go to any parties or anything, I, I've never really gone to like, a big party. I hated high school. I was so excited to get out, but I just, I really need to like, you know, officially begin my life. But if you hated high school, why do you want to go? Why do you want to go to college? Do you think it's different? I guess. Well, I guess the belong. I don't know. I have no idea. It's it's not, it's not. People are just as stupid in college, if not more than they were in high school. Well, yeah, well, then Josh, I don't know. Josh, look at me weird. What do you think? Should I try to go hook up with random girls like you did? Or should I try to be I try to be more modest and like look for wife material. I, I don't know. I just, I've been thinking at 20 about years this old, and, like, no. I hope that there's no. like good women. Do not look for wife material no. at 20 Why years not? old because you, number one, what, where, where is your kingdom? Number one, do you have a house? Uh, I am living at home right now. Then no, so, no, you no. can't provide for a woman. What all, it all depends on the fact. Are you a traditionalist? Right. Or are you more progressive? I am more uh, traditionalist. Okay, so therefore you got to provide. So if if you're providing, well, right. what are you offering her to come into your kingdom with? You've got nothing. If you, now, right. now I'm not saying that Maybe you shouldn't be dating. I'm I'm saying that basically, you know, if if you, I mean, look, as a young dude, yeah, you want to go out there and you want to chase women, you want to chase tail. I get it. We all do. Women do it as well. If you want to go out there and date, then date. You want to hook up, hook up. Fine. Wear protection. Be safe. Don't be stupid. But. 
if you're looking for wife material, you're going to want a high value woman, right? You're going to want a woman that brings quality and care into your life. Well, do you offer that to a woman? Absolutely. You got to ask yourself. And I'm not right now. No, this is something you got to ask yourself. You need to sit down and ask yourself, what attributes do I bring to a relationship? Can I provide a roof overhead? Can I feed her? Can I make her feel safe? Can I make her feel loved? Am I able to encourage her, motivate her? Can I communicate effectively? Can I be a can I be the 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 rock that she can lean on? Or am I not masculine enough yet? I'm still not to that point to where I need someone I need to lean on. These are these are a lot of questions you gotta ask yourself when you want to go out there and you want to look for wife material. Also, you gotta take into account you're 20, bro. You are 20. You know what I want to do when I was 20? Not infantry, but I was infantry. You're going to change a million different times. And I'm not saying that as if like, oh, I'm smarter than you. Because I changed a million times. Josh changed a million times. Your hormones are going wild right now. You probably want to bang anything with two legs and a butthole, which is completely normal. Completely normal. But you're going to go through such massive change between now and you hit your 30s. But ultimately what I'm saying is you need to be 100% knowing who you are as an individual and your identity. If you don't, you're going into a relationship constantly changing and evolving. Now, if you can find a partner that's in the same mind space to say, look, I know we're always constantly, you know, and we can grow together. That's fine. That's different. But like, these are things you should be asking yourself. Um, okay. So then, uh, should I rather, um, I guess like stick to the more uh, principles of, okay, I'm going to try to build myself rather than like, I'm not trying to suggest I like need to go like I'm worried that, uh, like, there's a clip from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall where it's, like, this old, uh, overtly Christian couple. And, uh, by the way, I've been, you know, finding, getting more into faith and finding God and whatnot. But, like, it was, like, a, it, it was comedic, but, like, it was, like, this overtly Christian couple who are, like, lo- losing their virginity together. Right. Uh, and, like, they didn't, you know, they didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And it was, like, you know, supposed to be very funny. And then I watched it. I was, like, oh, shit, like, I don't want that to be me. <laughs> I don't want that to be me. Or so you're a virgin. I don't know because I I would like pardon. You're a virgin. Yes. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Um. So the thing is, that's part of growing. That awkward first time, every single dude goes through that. That's a rite of passage. That's part of becoming a man. So number one, you're still a virgin because clearly you put priority on that. Otherwise, you'd have given that away a long time ago. So, and I'm not saying there's anything right or wrong with it. It's just your individual beliefs. Now, if that's something that means a lot to you and you want to share that experience with somebody, my question is, you've already held on to it since you're you're 20, so you do put a lot of emphasis on it. So, clearly, you don't want to just throw it away with some random woman, so it looks like you're looking for someone to be yeah. in a serious relationship with. Is, is that correct? Absolutely. Then yeah. lead with that. I think so. Lead with that. Fine. I would say okay. if, you, if you're really, because you sound like you're faith-based, I would find somebody of the same faith. And make that case because any woman out there, the biggest thing that men can't do is they cannot put themselves in the minds of a woman, the the mind of a woman, rather, excuse me, women. Uh, I don't care what people say. This is a man's world. It will always be a man's world. Men are stronger. They're faster. I'm not always going to say smarter, but women have to view men in a sense of potential predators because they know what's on every man's mind getting laid and our hookup culture that's been magnified. Say, hey, it's cool to bang this woman and then ghost her because why? Because we got to get that nut. It's the cool thing to do. It's the player status. So women have to be very careful with who they let into their life and also the physical altercation that men don't realize. Like they are letting you literally inside of their bodies. 
That is one of the biggest right. things they can trust you to do. So when they do that and you ghost them, it, it emotionally scars and damages them. So when you have multiple partners that lie to you, do this, you're left jaded and scarred. So when you can put yourself in the position of a woman and understanding her mind and you go there and you say, look, I'm not trying to hook up with you. I'm still a virgin. And the other thing is I don't want to have sex right away. Let's actually get to know each other. If you find a woman, yeah. and I guarantee you can, that is good with that, and you two eventually do hook up or you put a ring on it and so whatever the case, you did it for the right reasons and your foundation is solid. Understanding that you're going to grow together. Understanding that you're going to change and evolve together. But if you go there with this intent of like, yeah. I just want to get laid, uh, I will tell you this right now, the best way to do that is to be open and honest with a woman. Just say, look, I'm not interested. I, I think you are very attractive and I would love to take you out and let's let's go back to my place and have a romantic evening. And it worked almost every single time. I didn't have to, I never had to lie to get sex. I've never lied to get sex. But the thing I will tell you about this though, I've got the experiences, but I can tell you right now, was it worth it? No, it wasn't. Because having sex with one woman, there is something about that when you get to learn each other, you learn each other's bodies, you learn what each other likes, the kissing, the hair pulling, the spitting in my mouth like Sheila does to me all the time. I make her call me Janice, it's crazy, I don't wanna get into it. But when you're able to have that kind of connection, you don't get that on a one night. You don't get that with a one night stand. She gets hers, you get yours, boom, you're done. That right there, it's it's not appealing to me anymore. It's just not. I like to have that intellectual connection. I like to have that emotional bond. It does make it better. Why? Because you care about the person. And if you care about the person, why are you, you know, pump and dump? It doesn't make sense. So ultimately, dude, you got to figure it out for yourself. But I, there's nothing wrong with being 20 years old and a virgin. Uh, just go out there into the dating scene. I would, I, like I said, go to the Christian or whatever your religion may be. Go in that area, and well, um, you know. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. <clears throat> no, uh, well, I was about to say I am not officially because I do want to be more respectful to like you know religions and uh, I guess organized faith. Uh, I do not call myself officially Christian. I do believe in God. Right. Like even like when I was like trying to be like all atheist and like, you know, liberal and cool, like, Oh my God, all these like Puritan people. And like, like really, but like, I guess there's like deep down, it's like, like I truly believe that there is a God. I don't know, but I don't want to call myself like officially Christian. I'd rather want to take that uh, really seriously and like find that, okay, yeah. uh, is this like the path that I want to go down? Yeah. Uh, and you know, like show respect to that. But uh, I heard uh uh, Sadia Khan, that uh, she's a, or I think you know who she is, but like she talked about how, um, the, uh, like the better woman will find, uh, the men who hold themselves to higher standards, AKA who have like lower body count, more attractive because they have the capability of saying no to, you know, like pairs of legs. They'll just throw themselves at them. You know what I mean? I'm not calling women pairs of, or, yeah, you yeah. get what I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think Sheila's a high-valued woman. She's a high-quality woman. She brings a lot of peace to my life, but she knew I had a high body yeah, count. Dude. So that didn't matter to her because she actually saw me. Because, you know, I think women understand a lot about guys is that we're really stupid sometimes. We're going to make a lot of mistakes. We're going to do a lot of dumb stuff in our life. It's expected. But better you sow those wild oats now than you slap a ring on it and then suddenly you get that urge. But, I mean, again, women, are, are women when it comes to emotions are so much smarter than men. They pick up on things that men just don't. Like, men... We're kind of like, you know, if Josh had a problem, unless he tells me about it and she's like, is Josh okay? I'm like, I don't know. Well, he didn't ask him. He didn't tell me. 
He's like, well, don't you think it's, like, it's not my business? If he wants me to, if he wants me to, know, I'll be there for him. He's like, but I don't go like women are different, but it's a good thing. It's the yin to our yang. It's the duality that makes it work. So when it comes to women, uh, they, they are able to forgive and understand how men are generally. And men have been this way since the dawn of time, the dawn of time. So I don't think that a man that has a high body count. Um, and also, what is a high body count? I have not slept with like a hundred women. I'm not saying that my body count is no, I'm not Gene Simmons over here, but I won't sit there and say like, I'm, I'm a stranger to the bedroom, but if a woman has been around a lot and you know, she's like, yeah, I had a crazy life growing up and I've grown out of it. I don't want that anymore. Fair enough. Because if a man says that and she forgives him and there's nothing to forgive oh, either. I, like there's, actually, gotta we go. have to, okay. Yeah. Do your own thing, bro. So let me finish that statement of his mom probably walked into the room. <laughs> finish that statement of like, if a, if a man and a woman are, are dating and he tells her, like, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I got a high body count. It's like, but I never lied about sex. It's because I was just, I was a playboy. And she says, well, I can forgive you. There's nothing to forgive. He committed no sin towards her. He committed nothing wrong. If he was honest about it, that's called living your life. But if a woman says, I've got a high body count, men are kind of like, oh, she's a slut. It's like, so wait a minute. This is the double standard. This is the hypocrisy that men versus women. If dudes do it, they're players. Women does it. A woman does it. She's a whore. It's like, that doesn't make any sense to me. That's just the way cultures are in some cases. But to me, if a woman had a high body count because she liked to party when she was younger and she's older, it's like, no, I'm looking for somebody serious now. Fair enough. I mean, you can take them at their word. I mean, just try it out. Like, what do you think? Josh uh, is like, I don't know. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> you had me uh, two legs in a butthole. <laughs> That's where Josh got. That's where. He, he really just zoned out, started imagining Dylan yeah. Mulvaney over there. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, my God. All right. Let's keep going with the show. We're almost over. Um, yeah, Jimmy Fallon traumatizes the trans community by one word, bud. Bud. You got to love it. Yeah. That's, you uh, you got to love it. It's a real dagger to the heart. Oh, my God. Uh, here we go. Ronna McDaniel, back in the news again. Um, RNC chair Rona McDaniel brushes off donor concerns. There's nothing unusual about this. Republican National Committee Chair Rona McDaniel downplayed donor concerns following reporting on the GOP finances, saying the situation is not unusual. On Monday, the Washington Post reported concerns over the National Party's finances were growing as donations to the RNC appear to drop ahead of next year's presidential election. And of course, you're going to say this is nothing unusual because you're going to look back at the history of the data and say, oh, look, there have been drops in donations before. It's like, but were they around this time before a primary? I'm curious on that one. And truth be told, I don't know. I don't, I've never looked at the data. I don't care because also doesn't matter to me. I can see it dropping now just because, because it's the her. GOP sucks. Yeah, the GOP is horrific. Yeah. It's kind of, but she, she's I, trying to, she's trying to. After the 22 debacle. Oh, God. I mean, I the like red wave that never came. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And the GOP. Well, when you're, when you're sending funds over to two Republican races in Alaska, yeah. when it's two Republicans and you're spending money on that. Now you're just telling me that you're spending on the candidate that you know that you can control, that right. you want in Congress. That's like McConnell all over that. But still, Ronna McDaniel, she's people, really, everybody is calling for her to resign. She needs to. She needs to. I mean, but if, she refuses to. Saying, the majority well, is, of you know. the GOP supporters, the, the voters yeah. are calling for her to step down. Yeah. She needs to step down. Do something else. Do Get something out of else. government. Yeah. Tired of these people, man. The Post noted the RNC reporting having $9.1 million in the bank in October, which is significantly less than the $20 million the party reported having on hand at the same point in the 2016 presidential campaign cycle. Now, I will tell you right now, I think a lot of donations have gone to Trump's legal defense. He's raised, after he announced his, in, uh, his indictment in Georgia, within 24 hours, he raised like, what was it? Oh, man, like $6 million? 
Behind that T-shirt <laughs> sold a lot. It sold. They did him a favor. But, but that's the donor money. They're the same people that were donating to the GOP before are donating to Trump now. I have to feel like so. most of the people that are donating to Trump realize that their money is probably going to go to legal funds. Oh, he clearly says right? it. He yeah, says I it. Mean, you know? I wouldn't. It's like, ah, that's your problem, dude. You're a millionaire, so have fun with that. Billionaire. But, yeah. But that's what I'm just saying. It's like when they say we have no donations, yeah, because Trump's, it's probably going to Trump. A lot of, because they, they view Trump as the GOP. So how do we support our candidate? Is it funding the GOP? No, it's funding the individual candidate himself. But that's why I think there's probably a massive drop. So again, if your positioning is that we are down um, to 9.1 million versus the 20 million where we were prior to 2016, it's like, um, well, then the only variable here is the fact that people are donating to Trump. They don't, they don't have any faith in Ronald McDaniel. I mean, she's yeah. just faced just astronomical criticisms repeatedly. It's like, lady... They don't like you. Yeah, Vivek did us all a favor. He did. Um, she says, I think more donors just fully committed to their candidate right now saying I'm all in. And once the nominee is set, I'll be there. That's what I hear more than anything. And they're really solidly in the camps of their own candidate, which is normal. McDaniel told the, pub the publication, there's nothing unusual about this because they know that once their candidate gets in, that we will merge and that we'll be working together to win the White House. What do you mean merge? You're already in Trump's pocket. Jimmy, Trump put you there. We talk about merge. Do you You're think she there. likes him? Do you think she likes him? She does, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You think so? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I think they're they're all two faced. I'm just waiting for Trump to throw her under the bus like he does everybody. Out, he I already did she actually. Was Mitt Romney's kin, right? Mitt Romney's kin. Get him hey, out of there. I mean, come on. Well, now. Trump endorsed Romney. Trump endorsed Paul Ryan. Terrible. Trump endorsed all these people, so it's like, terrible, ah, the apple doesn't choices. fall. I mean, what are you supposed to say to this? So. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. But I think she should resign. She needs to. She needs to. Speaking of something that I thought was just the dumbest thing ever, Chris Christie excuses anti-Semitism reaction. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Um, Chris Christie excuses anti-Semitism as reaction to Trump. Former New Jersey governor and 2024 Republican presidential candidate Chris Christie appeared to excuse anti-Semitism as a natural reaction to the intolerant rhetoric and actions of his main rival and forefronter, President Donald Trump. Okay, again, if you've listened to the show any period of time, I'm not a Trump fan, but Trump is not an anti-Semite. Trump's not even racist. Like, I, again, I don't get where you're pulling this nonsense out of. Chris Christie, like, he hits Trump on certain policies that he's justified. It's like, you're right on the target on that one. But then Christie, like, he's reaching now. It's like, well, you know, we got the end of because of Trump. Like, uh, really? Trump freaking moved to the, 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 the freaking embassy to Jerusalem. Many presidents promised they didn't deliver. Trump did. He took it from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. What? I mean, if he's anti-Semite, you're going to have to prove me on this one. Uh, pretty sure he's daughter is yeah, to, Judaism to Judaism. Yeah. Kushner husband's Jewish. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So if he's an anti-Semite and he's got Jews in the family now, uh, you're going to have to explain this one to me. Cause I don't get it. I just don't get it. But again, this is Chris Christie. And the thing that irks me about this is that again, when we have these debates about Donald Trump, DeSantis, whatever the case may be, they're made in good faith. We're using policy, but with Chris Christie, when you, you talk about this rhetoric, I mean, come on, man, you're going to blame that on Trump. Of all people, Donald Trump. This guy just needs to. He's an idiot. Like Chris Christie's going to drop out eventually. Like, bro, you've lost all. And I didn't respect the guy. I, I respected the fact he was the only one up there, like just straight up going after Trump, like just hard after it. But then the third debate, he just uh, toothless Christie. But then now it's like, dude, you sound like a liberal at this point. So 
Then the New Jersey just roots really start coming out, and then there's there's liberal Christie. He's like, ah, it's the, it's the Jews. Like, All right, bro, here we go. No, he just doesn't. Just another scumbag politician. He's just That's a bond-paid-for politician. That's what, That's what most of these people are, bond-paid-for yeah. politicians. I agree. I agree. All right, folks, that ends it today's show. We appreciate you being here and tuning in today. We love uh, we love every single one of you. If you could, go check out ShellshockCBD.com. The sale is still going. Black Friday sale at ShellshockCBD.com. And if you could, hit the like button, hit the share button, leave a comment on the page. That helps us out tremendously. Like, go leave a comment below. Say penis. I don't care. Anything like that. Uh, again, it, again, it, it brings us out there. More people. Algorithm picks it up. We really appreciate that. But again, go check out Shellshock CBD and 1920brand.com. The Mojito Mix. Um, I'm all over the place today. I got so much messaging I got to catch up on. Uh, Mojito Mix is live on the page. 1920brand.com. Get it now. Black Friday deal. What are you waiting on? Don't stop. Don't rest on this. Again, it's almost over. 25% off site-wide. Did I also mention that we have a 100% money-back guarantee? Because we do. Every single one of our products backed with a 100% money-back guarantee. From CBD, Topicals, Delta 8, Delta 9, Sleepy Time Gummies, every one of them is backed with a money-back guarantee. 100%, no questions asked. You don't believe me? Read some of these comments. Go read the reviews. It's there for you to see for yourself, folks. We appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, do me a favor. Share it. Tweet it. Let people know. Because if you don't, we shrink. You want a voice that represents opposition to Trump? Well, that's me right here. Josh supports Trump. We've got a great show. It needs to be bigger, and it comes from you. You, the people, determine that. So, again, share it out. We greatly appreciate it. Anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, stay savage, America.